This is Ozarks at Large. The Scott Family Amazium is looking for creative people. The museum's makers-in-residence collaborate with the Amazium staff to create new ideas and exhibits. The residency includes a stipend of $8,400 and more than $7,700 for materials. Deadline for application for this particular position, March 11th. Last week, we reached Paul Stolt, marketing manager at the Amazium, to find out more about the program. He says there are distinct examples of how past makers and residents have developed ideas in collaboration with the staff. A couple things from Amanda Wilshire, who many in the region might know as the maker of uh, dandelions and butterflies, I believe it's called, in Orchards Park. She also made Sassy, uh, who that uh, is along the Greenway in um, Bentonville. And at the Amazium, she made the incredible electric Technicolor Mockingbird, otherwise known as Maud. And it is a steel Mockingbird statue that has some incredible technology woven into it. And the technology was actually uh, created by a local maker, Fayetteville maker named uh, Eugene Sargent. And a lot of people know Eugene from his work, but you know he did the really the technology component of that statue, that installation that makes it able to talk back to people, sort of like a mockingbird. So it has a component where you speak into it and it returns back what you say along with a few other noises that other people have made into this recording system. So it's really cool. And that's one of the best things about the Maker and Residence program is that it offers people who may not have the chance to collaborate um, they may not even know about each other. They may have never seen each other's work to come together and to just make that crazy idea into a reality. Yeah. So what's it like if, if, if you apply and you're accepted and you come in the first day, do you just come in and start, you know, throwing out ideas? <laughs> um, I'm not sure it's quite that simple, <laughs> but there's, there, <laughs> there's certainly a component to that. I think um, part of the application is asking, you know, why people would want to come in and participate in this program. It's different from a traditional residency in that, one, people are not housed on site. Um, They are not tasked necessarily to come in and just sort of do their own thing. Um, We would love them to come in and look at a couple of different exhibits that we have in development and see how they can add their own twist to that, how they can add their own piece to those. So it becomes a part of, you know, our permanent collection and part of, you know, something that the public can come in and experience every time they come to the amazium. So there is a component of just, you know, throwing out those crazy ideas and seeing what comes up. But there's also a component of uh, aligning it to, you know, what we already have at the amazium, you know, bringing in some new ideas so that, you know, there's a learning component to it. We always want the makers to spend some time with our teams so that they can learn some new skills and begin to, you know, look at things a little bit differently than they may have in the past. And we also want the makers to have a component of a public recognition, being able to um, not only be recognized within the public, and, but also put on workshops or help us support uh, learning opportunities for different community members to come in if they want to learn about the skills and talents and techniques that this maker brings. You mentioned Eugene Sargent, who uh, is, is known for his sculpture as well as other 
uh, work in, in other media. What sort of creatives or makers should consider applying? Just about anybody should consider applying. Um, we have two areas of these residencies that we're focusing on this year. One is obviously we've been talking about a creative um, expression in something that's tangible, um, whether it's an exhibit component or an interactive um, art piece or um, you know something that that really encapsulates what this maker or artist brings into the museum. Um, another component is to create a interactive experience, to create an educational experience. So it may be somebody who is not um, necessarily seen or sees themselves as a tangible creative, somebody who's going to make a thing or create a, a work of art, but somebody who has a talent for um, engaging uh, the public engaging kids in a new way to learn, um, I don't know, just something about uh, mirrors or lights or, you know, a different, just somebody who brings in a different look at how to engage an audience, you know, and the audience can be anyone from, you know, newborns to 102 year olds. So we like to say from two to 102. So there's, there's those two things. So really it's, pretty limitless on who may want to apply. Um, you know, we, they, there are a few things that they will have to be able to do. Um, but, you know, I would say anybody who's curious and, and creative and would like to do something that is for the community to engage with should, you know, consider implying. Um, you, you just you just don't know. I mean, we have all kinds of things happening all the time and um, putting people together who may not have worked together before, I think is, is one of the exciting parts about this residency program. Yeah. I was going to ask about the value. You can have a talented, engaged, energetic, uh, staff, but the value of bringing someone in who hasn't, uh, been part of the staff, what can that bring to, uh, an entity like the Amazium? Well, it brings a new, uh, well, often it brings a new energy. Um, it's somebody who has, you know, developed a set of skills and really kind of come to a place of mastery in what they do. Um, I'm going to use uh, Amanda Wilshire again as an example. She is an incredible metal worker. I mean, it's just, it's amazing to watch her work. And, you know, we have some pretty good metal workers uh, on our team, but, you know, when they started working with her, they just saw these new ways to do something that for them was familiar and there's a lot of learning that happens for us when that when that occurs. We can then look at things. Oh, how might we do that a little bit differently? Or uh, what did they bring to this that will make it even better for our audience, for our guests? Um, in the educational side, we've had some people come in who have created just incredible programmatic uh, areas of study that that weave sort of the STEM and STEAM disciplines into some very interesting and creative, you know, art projects. Um, it's it's where kids can come in, grownups can come in, families come in, and they start to learn about engineering in a whole new way because they're no longer thinking of engineering as, you know, building a bridge or a building, but building a whatchamacallit or a something that you know, you, you turn this and this happens. So 
it's really it's really limitless on what we learn as a, and what the community can potentially learn from having these makers come in. Finally, I know that the makers uh, in residence have access to the, the fabrication shop. I think it's 3,000 square feet. I'm just wondering, Paul, if you ever walk by that fabrication shop, what does it sound like? What's going on in there? <laughs> well, it, it depends on the day, Kyle. There are sometimes when it's, it's um, uh, when there's some metal work going on, it's, so loud we can hear it out on the exhibit floor and it's usually not a very quiet place with everybody running around and having fun um but there's a lot of times where you might hear this cnc machine is you know cutting out a prototype for a new exhibit or um there might be you know that the uh, crackle and pop of welding happening as they're building a frame for um you know something like the mockingbird or uh um, when we were building uh, Rainbow Springs, that is in Lawrence Plaza, I mean, there was just a lot of, you know, a lot of noise then. Uh, it was really happy, great noise. Or there might be a discussion going on about, you know, how are we really going to make this this work? I mean, we just did some work for Tulsa. And the new museum in Tulsa at Gathering Place, Discovery Lab, and we built an earthquake table for them. So you'd walk by and you'd hear, you know, kind of that prototyping where you're using wood and other materials so you hear some hammering and you know drilling and things like that and and um then you'd start to hear these these rumbling sounds these rattling sounds this sound of you know actuators working as they were trying to work on you know how do you replicate an earthquake i mean how do you make it have not just side to side motion but also up and down motion so that was a very uh, interesting time in the fabrication shop because there was a lot of there was a lot of really really cool things happening and a lot of melding of different technologies that um, resulted in some really, really just incredible experiences that are now housed over in Tulsa. Paul Stolt is the marketing manager for the Scott Family Amazium. The deadline to apply for the maker-in-residence position is March 11th. You can find out much more by following links at amazium.org.